I'm going to do the entire, as the intro bit for this episode, I'm going to do the entire Hark speech from the lighthouse. <laughs> like the entire one. insane, by the way. <laughs> that goes for like 10 minutes. It's, it's like two and a half minutes. That's long. <laughs> it's okay. And then I'm, um, but except instead of it being about his lobster, it's going to be about his podcast. That's the only thing I'm going to change. Nothing else. Okay. You've got your lines, right? Your two lines, Iggy? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Don't worry. Okay. Okay. All right. It's I like I decided to do this because I was like, what what the fuck stupid audio bit am I gonna put at the front of it? Nothing no audio clip from any of these movies is like funny. So I can't <laughs> yeah. except like them farting on each other in the cave in the Northman, maybe. So yeah. I'm it just... says Fortnite. You could have used that. <laughs> Just, just absolutely no. I think I don't think I could get enough out of a single word to 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 get a couple seconds in. So instead, I'll just take up two two and a half minutes. Okay, <clears throat> gotta get in the voice, right? <laughs> What's annoying is that uh, Defoe does this monologue because I think I do Pattinson's like voice and inflection from that movie a lot better than than Defoe's. Anyway. You're fond of me podcast, ain't she? Oh my god. I seen it. You're <laughs> fond of me podcast. Say it. Say it. Say it. Oh, sorry. Uh I don't have it. I don't have nothing to say. <laughs> Damn ye! Let Neptune strike ye dead, Winslow. Editor's note. The scream was so loud that it fucked over the audio and I had to remove it. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Wow, that hurts. That hurts. <clears throat> I had to scream that one, though. Hark! Triton, hark! Bellow, bid our father, the Sea King, rise from the depths full foul in his fury. Black waves teeming with salt foam to smother this young mouth with pungent slime to choke ye! Engorging your organs till ye turn blue and bloated with bilge and brine and can scream no more. Only when he, crowned in cockle shells with slitherin tentacle tail and steaming, steaming, steaming beard. I thought it was streaming. I was like, streaming? We're streaming. Steaming beard. Take up his fell befinned arm. His coral tine trident screeches banshee like in the tempest and plunges right through your gullet. Bursting ye now and nothing for the harpies and the souls of dead sailors to peck and claw and feed upon only to be lapped up and swallowed by the infinite waters of the dread emperor himself. Forgotten to any man, to any time, forgotten to any god or devil, forgotten even to the sea. For any stuff of forepart of Winslow. Even any scanting of your soul is Winslow no more, but is now itself the sea. All right, man. Just calm down. I like your podcast. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. This is uh, this is our 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 Eggers episode. It's our opening broadcasting bit. live and seeing the color. Thank you. Yeah, that's our opening bit. That's our opening bit. I did a bit. I'm doing a bit in every episode, and that's our bit. Blew out my my throat screaming hark at the beginning, and it's. Uh, I was gonna say it's it's a good thing we're not using Zoom this time because Zoom just automatically 
quiets me down when I peek my microphone, which means that probably would have just been silent. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> we're, we're Zoom silence of women. Uh, I, we, we, we have a guest this week. I can't stand Grim. Zoom. Say hi, Grim. Hi, Grim. There we go. <laughs> See? We're, we're cooking. We, we have people on to discuss things. When In this case, we're doing three movies. And oh, Jesus. as we know, I'm not good at discussing movies. So you know, when we when we're really stacking them, we need to bring we need to bring people in to help. We're doing all three of Robert Eggers' to date released films: uh, the the Vivitch, <laughs> the Lighthouse, and the Northman. You the, know, the trilogy, if you will. The 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 trilogy. Yeah, it's true that you know only real Eggerheads call it the the trilogy, which we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> now that i ca- man now that i called it that i'm upset that i didn't come up with a with a heads name for bastards <laughs> we're, we're fast heads for five nights where we're egger heads for for eggers i didn't come up with one for the, the second egghead. the egg right. eggheads eggheads yeah you know it was right there but like <laughs> i so didn't close to the mark i didn't do eggheads on purpose because whatever okay Fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't I don't need to take this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's you know, it's okay. I I'm used to being the being the laughing stock around here. It's okay. That's why it's my show. So that I can tell myself that I'm still in control of things. <laughs> okay, so now the good thing about discussing real movies is that we can actually discuss the movie um you didn't want to do five nights at freddy's two weeks in a row i yeah you know i i didn't want to do another another fanaf uh <laughs> in this case um so we can actually have a real conversation because you know uh we're we're good at going on on tangents um and i don't think there's there's the equivalent of five nights at freddy's lore to occupy half of this episode like the first one so yeah. instead, uh, we unfortunately must discuss movies on this movie podcast. So, uh, for starters, uh, I I told you I told you to the gimmick, um, the 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 drink presentation. What we we each we each we each got one, right? So yeah, I'll go last because I'm the third movie. So what the hell? I'm I'm the Northman is last. I went I had the Northman, so I'll go third. I gotta go first. You do gotta go first because you're the first movie we're gonna talk about. What'd you Ugh. what drink did you concoct for the for the Vavitch? Sorry. Uh so my original idea was I don't even remember what the hell it was, but <laughs> I just I it involved the milk and like oh my God. in general it looked very disgusting. But I didn't end up having the right milk and I'd rather not not drink milk. That's fair. That's fair. So, Most people, I, I am very, I'm a head case in that sense. I don't want to be almost nine mean? in the morning. What do you mean? Milk is a breakfast drink? Not for me. I don't eat breakfast, first off, but also That's like, insane. There's, not really. It I, is. It's, it's the most important meal of the day. I will say I sometimes skip, like breakfast is one of the most, breakfast and dinner are both the most skippable meals for me, so usually. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, Grim's that's so real. insane. Well, if I have a big dinner, that. I don't want breakfast, and if I have a big lunch, I don't want dinner. Like that's, yeah, that's how it works. You compensate, right? Anyways, uh, okay. the thing okay. I 
I made a lemonade or a whiskey lemonade instead because I didn't want to spend a lot of time and I had to be <laughs> drinking this at nine in the morning. That's very fair. That's very fair. Yeah. No, that's it's two that's ingredients. True. It's whiskey it's and lemonade. <laughs> it's a simple drink for what is, relatively speaking, a simple movie. Yeah. It makes uh, sense. It looks disgusting, by the way. It looks like <laughs> someone peed in a cup. <laughs> Good. Good appetizing. <laughs> it's cloudy. I don't like that. Also, I haven't I haven't actually taken a drink yet. So Ooh. I have zero idea what it tastes like. It's gonna it's gonna hit you. How much is it? How big is the, the glass? Uh three uh over three hundred milliliters. Oof. So good luck. Grim, you're you're smart. Do the math real quick. <laughs> <laughs> the typing. <laughs> Doing some intense calculations. That's right. If it helps, it's over twelve ounces. I thought I was actually waiting. Up. I thought you were actually doing math. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm too wrapped up in this. Okay, Grim, what about you? What's what's your drink for the lighthouse? Uh, for the lighthouse, my drink is uh just uh uh straight gin. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that very sense. fair. That makes that makes perfect sense. Uh, also, yeah. an easy movie to do on. Uh, people have claimed they were drinking rum, but uh, given uh, timeline and location, it's probably gin. It doesn't, isn't it like in the 1920s or whatever, like 1910s? It's not that far away, time wise. I don't, yeah, I think. Why would they be drinking rum? People be because they sound vaguely like pirates. That's one of them. It sounds, it has a pirate vibe. Um, And of course, the whole thing is that it's Uh, not like if they were pirates, there would be movement and they'd be less likely to go insane. There'd be a lot more friends around. Like, that's, you know, the whole point is isolation. So. No, it's it's gin. They're going slowly mad off of uh, the Queen's gin. Yeah, and I looked it up. It's set in the uh, 1890s, so just just yeah, about. See, there you go. Yeah, New England. It's a horror that can only be bred in the industrial age. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my turn. Um, so I no. <laughs> <laughs> I would drink a milk drink because um, I like milk. I drink Gross. milk like literally breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm, you're insane. I'm a freak. In I know. Florida weather, dude. No. I, <laughs> it's what do you mean? For it's, breakfast, it's, sure, but lunch and dinner, no. I why not? What's wrong with it? What's wrong with drinking milk in the middle of the day? I don't know. I, like I only did that in school. You I know? I mean I started when I was a kid and I just never broke the habit. It's just I I I don't drink it for lunch anymore. I drink it for breakfast and dinner now. Uh, lunch, I, I sometimes don't even drink anything with a meal. I don't know why. I'm just <laughs> that's insane. Actually, <laughs> a lot of the times I won't drink something with my meal. Like I'll drink something later. You know, like uh, I drink. By the way, tastes all right. Okay, good. So it's not disgusting. I mean, mine tasted yeah. like Christmas, so that was nice. You're so, there you uh, go. I wish. <laughs> this one doesn't taste like lemonade, but like it also doesn't really taste like whiskey. I don't know what it tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so mine, mine is like a real, it's like a real proper cocktail because I, because I found it and its name is like kind of perfect. So I was like, okay, I'll just, I'll just make that. It's, it's called a Viking fog cutter. <laughs> what? <laughs> that sounds like a euphemism for like a fart. <laughs> right? Kind of, kind of. I mean, which works. Um, it's so Ow. it is apparently a tiki, whatever the fuck that means. 
Um, You're so culturally insensitive. You don't know what a tiki is. Ugh. I mean, like in in terms of like as a drink, it's like a tiki bar. <laughs> yeah, but like it's called a tiki. Like that's a kind of drink. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, I didn't know that's just like girlier drinks that like have that whole <laughs> island thing going on. I didn't like know that's why cooler. it was called the tiki bar. I thought tiki bar was like it's like I don't know some racist name because it's like it's probably vaguely Polynesian. Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah. I mean, look, it is kind of racist, but I'm okay with little <laughs> like like the, <laughs> the the site that I found it on. The description for the drink is or like they mentioned that they found it. I picked the base of this up from. Sippin' Safari from legendary tiki master Jeff, quote, Beach Bum Barry. Is he That's who the so- movie was named after? <laughs> <laughs> Is he the Beach Bum? Yeah. Uh, hopefully. Maybe. I didn't look into it. So it's, <laughs> there's four bases. It's silver rum, gin, brandy, and aquavit. I still don't know how to pronounce that. Aquavit. Aquavit. Yeah, which is a, a clear Scandinavian spirit. Whoa, um, that's in theme. Yeah, exactly. So was mine, uh, actually. Yeah, so, you know, it it, it fits, um, and it's probably going to kick my ass, but that's fine. Uh, in total, it's uh, an ounce of silver rum, half an ounce of uh, London dry gin, half an ounce of brandy, half an ounce of aquavit, one and a half ounces of lemon juice, an ounce of orange juice and a half ounce of stuff called orgiat or orgiat, you know, or gat or whatever. Shut right? up. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I just found out about the gat thing like two days ago. So Ugh. I, I barely know what it means. I found out about it on over a clip from uh, what the fuck's it called? Open season with the big bear. Or whatever, oh, you the, know. Uh, the Among yeah, Us, the Among I, found, I, <laughs> I found the clip of that movie where somebody's just kind of talking, and as soon as the bear does that, he goes, "Yeah!" Like it's, yeah, it's so stupid. And I was like, "That's funny. That makes me laugh." You know, sudden loud sounds and general stupidity often make me laugh. It's it's pretty jingling keys. Demo yeah, right jingling here. keys. There you go. That's why the movie that most appeals to me of Eggers' movies is his most um, mainstream one. Yeah, the Northman, because I'm a stupid idiot. That's interesting. I would not consider that the most mainstream one already. I think really? it has the most like mainstream sensibilities. Yeah, like the CG to me is uh, is a little too trippy and like out there for uh, that. So that's I I'm not saying you're wrong. Just if you ask me which one it, it, like has the most like mainstream appeal, um, probably the witch. The witch, yeah, that's where I would go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think. I don't know. It's it's I yeah, I think it's a matter of of it being about mainstream sensibilities, right? Because this was his big budget movie and right. there was a bit of studio interference and like he he wanted them to all speak in Old Norse the entire movie. And they were that like, would have no. rocked. I was hoping like, that you're happen. not doing that, <laughs> which, you know, I am actually very happy with that decision, even though he's not. Uh... Oh, yeah, I mean, me too. <laughs> that would have been. Like really difficult to get through. Um, I I would have probably still loved it, and I probably would have loved it more, but it would have been a harder watch. So oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, a bunch of haters. Yeah, I, I would have sat for that old Norse cut. I, mean, I would have sat for too. it, but I would have also yeah. been like, oh man, I wish I didn't have to read this entire thing. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. 
like for for me when I watched them all the first time, uh, the one I th- I had the easiest time getting into was the Northmen, but also it's like it, it's mostly a matter of like, um, like I didn't really have a hard time getting into the Vivich, but I like it, it. There was more difficulty there because of the way they spoke and everything, which wasn't really present in the Northmen, but like also I mean. The Northman is just like an action movie, you know. Um, it's a revenge flick, man. It rocks. It rocks. It kicks ass. It does. I it's think just... it's his weakest film, but it. I mean, most most people seem to think so, which makes sense considering um, it's probably the one he had the most. Uh, he had you know, to share the with? most control over. Yeah. Right. Um, That's what happens when you have a hundred million dollars. Everyone wants yeah. to cut. Yeah. I I don't know. I like. I, of the three of them though, like I, it's that I, I have an interesting relationship with the lighthouse is mostly my thing, because uh, the the witch, the the witch I was like, I was pretty I I enjoyed it I watched it uh the I watched it a second time not long after the first time and I I got it a lot better, and from there it was like, it, really like you I, got I it better like I. <laughs> I mean, like I, you know, I had a bit of difficulty with the with the dialogue of the witch the first time I saw it because I'm not used to people talking like that, so I was a little lost sometimes. But it wasn't that bad at all. Um, not like, like in their fucking in their <laughs> dialect, bitch. Like the way they talk, it's fucking like it's fucking accents, huh? You only pilgrims. The actual word choice, not the accents, yes. right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not the accents. I mean, I read it's enough old stuff that to me it all like flowed but that yeah i don't read um <laughs> yeah so that, that tracks but uh, again it was like it was fine I, it wasn't like that difficult for me to get through i watched it a second time and then it, i was like oh i'm just stupid okay this makes perfect sense it's fine <laughs> oh i'm the idiot here <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> i didn't have any issue like that with the northman i had a tremendously difficult time with the lighthouse the first time i saw it to the point oh. that like I like okay. Let me explain what happened to me with the lighthouse. I heard nothing about how amazing the lighthouse was. Everybody's saying it's a fucking masterpiece. It's like so amazing. I'm like, okay, well, I gotta watch it. I really liked the witch, so I gotta watch the lighthouse. And I pulled it up, super excited. And at the end of the movie, the first time I watched it, I kind of stared at my TV and I was like, what the fuck? What? I don't get it. <laughs> and I literally had a mental breakdown because I was like, am I stupid? Am I like a fraud? <laughs> I everyone loves this. Why don't I love it? I don't get it. Am I am I just too stupid for this art form? I don't get it. And I had a genuinely like serious breakdown about it. And then I like a week or two later I watched it again and I was like, "Oh, okay. I'm fine." <laughs> it just takes two watches for me sometimes. Jesus. But it was it was actually like really rough. I don't know why it hit me so hard, but I came back around and I watched it again. I was like, "Oh, okay. I get it now." It's because it, there was no FNAF lore to. <laughs> there's no, there's no jingling keys for me for me to latch on to. Exactly at the time, no. Yeah, there there was definitely no jingling keys, and uh, which was kind of the point of the whole thing is that they were just slowly driving themselves mad because they were just that bored. Yeah, which I mean, it's like for for all all three of them, I think kind of it's like universally. Uh, considered to be the best of his movies so far the lighthouse i don't think i don't i don't i've never heard anyone say that the lighthouse is not their favorite 
Uh, like, the lighthouse is not my favorite. It's not really? my favorite either. Yeah. Really? Okay, plot twist. <laughs> I've been proven wrong immediately. Which one's your favorite? The witch. The witch. Yeah. Really? It for was a uh, well for me. It was the first one I watched, and I watched it. Well, it came out in 2016, right? Yeah, yeah. So 2017, I think it would have hit Netflix. I would have watched it there, and I spent forever um, recommending that movie to everyone, and no one watched it except for my <laughs> sister, and she loved it. So you know, uh, no one, no one else cared. Wow, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I watched, I watched The Witch first. Um, and then the lighthouse, and then the Northman. I saw the Northman not that long after release, but I watched both the Witch and the Lighthouse a couple years after they both came out. Um, or like I watched the Lighthouse like two years after it came out. I watched the Witch the same week as the Lighthouse. Like I watched them oh, kind of back. I watched the Witch like on like a Monday, and then the Lighthouse on like that Thursday or something like that. Um, uh, not uh, like a double feature, but I watched them in the same week. I just the watched time. the right. Northman for the first time. Really? Yeah. Well, what was this? Friday? I watched it Friday. Oh. Yeah, I, I was super excited for it because I because I liked The Witch in the Lighthouse so much. So and I heard a bunch of people saying that it was really good. I tried to watch it in theaters, I just never got around to it. So then I ended up um just watching it a couple months after it came out. Um for me, like I'm I kinda don't know which one I know which one I have the easiest time with because I'm a dumb baby. Um but I don't know which one I think is like my favorite. I do. I am like obsessed with the witch, though. I own the uh, the A twenty four screenplay book. It's so good. A twenty four, like like a prized possession of mine. Um, it's just like the stranding. The giant. It's just <laughs> the A twenty four of a video game. That's I right. hate that fucking post so much. <laughs> I am no the post, but. It's what was it? It was Death Stranding and what else? It was Death Stranding and Alan Wake Two. Yeah, yeah. Somebody posting that uh, Death Stranding and Alan Wake Two are like the A twenty four of video games, uh, like <laughs> art house games or whatever. Yeah. Um, which is such a stupid fucking statement. Was Alan Wake an uh, art house game in the first one? I don't remember. I don't know. The second one just came out. Not really. It's an art house. It's That's an art like house the... game. Apparently. I always get the first Alan Wake mixed up with something it's um, alan wake and alan wake's american nightmare and i've played both and i don't remember them very well but i don't one i don't remember them being amazing and two i don't remember them being all that artistic cook cook well this was specifically <laughs> about two you know the one that just yeah. released okay yeah so I, I, I definitely have played through enough to say that it's like come on uh <laughs> i don't i haven't played either of them i saw death stranding it was like this is the best game ever made and i it watched is. about 10 minutes of it and i'm like i'm not playing that shit. you wouldn't get it that's why you don't understand okay, okay that's fine I, you know I, that's on the list but i have not played it yet you're genuinely probably right it's legitimately it. a masterpiece and i know i, I, I slob all over kojima <laughs> every single game but like come on i i genuinely probably you're actually probably right i probably wouldn't get it like i'd play it and bounce off it honestly um, <laughs> it's about dying I'm... it's fun <laughs> kind of. it's about dying it's great it's fun yeah it's i mean i believe dead. you and i see a lot of walking to it it's not a walking simulator god damn it i didn't say that i, I heard said you. i see a lot of walking i see a lot of walking that's all i said well <laughs> you know you gotta walk to deliver you're a delivery person 
but it's it's more than that. Okay. That's that is definitely why I've put it off the most is that everyone calls it like a delivery game and that that does just not sound appealing in any sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. It's I own it, so I'll eventually have to play it. <laughs> I mean you don't have to, but yeah. He owns it, he does have to. Yeah, I, I do have to. I own it. I actually bought it on my birthday, like nice. twenty nineteen. Didn't play it for like a month. I tried it and I got through like an hour of the tutorial and I was like, I don't know if this game is for me. <laughs> What's and the then, tutorial uh, like left foot goes in front of right foot and then right foot goes in front of left? Like how's that work? Uh well, no, it was more about like the terrain and just introducing ideas about like the the BTs, um the, the lore, the time fall stuff and like uh cuz uh, the material you bring can get like rusty it can age in the time falls so having to deal with that and all of that okay yeah it's actually super mechanically interesting probably the best thing kojima's ever done imo but you know we did it guys we went on our first tangent i know under 30 minutes (laughs) under 30 minutes we did it (laughs) um (laughs) it wasn't my fault this time that's right my fault this time so i'll i'll take it I'll, I'll take the I'll take the, the the win on that one personally. Anyways, back to the witch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I um no, but what I was gonna mention, I I own the uh, the screenplay book, and it's just it's awesome to read through the way he writes his movies. Like, there's so much more in that script than needs to be in that script, but it's so good though. It's it it like it, it's like it's part of why I feel like I um. I appreciate the the witch the most out of all of them because I feel like I just kind of get it on a on a different level than the other two. Uh, partially because I had that book, there was a point where I, I rewatched it, where I rewatched it while reading through it, like and like comparing, and it was it was a really interesting experience to watch it that way. It sounds like that. an insane way to watch a movie. It is, but it was again, it was something that I deliberately did to like see what that garnered for me in watching it. Um, I get that. And it was it was cool. It was fun. Like I definitely wouldn't suggest everyone go watch the movie while reading its script. Like, um, but in an effort to connect with the movie or like and and dissect it a bit more deeply, it's definitely an interesting thing to do to like directly compare. Uh, especially because Eggers is so uh verbose and detailed in the way he writes his scripts. Cool. Um so I'm not I don't think it's a bad thing. Was Tomlinson the witch though? Is that in question? Uh, that was a legitimate question. Yes. Was she the witch the whole time? I kind of interpreted it as sort of like, I think it's a sort of implied, like she doesn't know she's doing this or that she right. made this deal. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's like, it's a question of, um, to me, it, it feels like it's about her being forced into it more than anything. Like having really all her options torn away from her. Yeah. Cause she's like, She's like it's very it's I blame I blame uh the father for everything in the witch. Wow, blaming the white man. What That's a right. unique <laughs> perspective. That's right. Wow. You know, it, it is a unique perspective in, in the movie podcast yeah. game. You know? Damn. I am I am That's no right. white man. What? So, <laughs> I, I said I am no white man. Oh. So <laughs> naturally I have to blame them. I because it's I mean, it all started when he fucking got them kicked out of town. They left willingly. What are you talking about? He got he. Yeah, they left willingly because dad said we're leaving rather than cave to them or whatever, which is stupid. 
because then they all died. Well, they didn't. Well, they lived for like a they year. They did not all die. Also, the yeah. daughter went on and became an independent woman. 90% of them died. 90? Yeah, it's like. Do you want me to do the fucking math, motherfucker? Or yeah, I, do the ratio. I mean, there's two <laughs> twins, a baby, uh, the daughter, the mother, the father. There's six of them. So oh, yeah, five, well, first off, no, like, you cannot just count anyone under the age of 18 children do not count in deaths we all know this from recent news items oh no uh, <laughs> jesus oh. <laughs> topical i love that got brought up, got in brought two, up last in week two episodes too. yeah last week because we were doing inglorious bastards the first thing i asked our jewish guest was if he condemned him <laughs> so. yeah we're, we're we're cooking over here as long as we're recording episodes while this is ongoing, it's going to keep coming up. That's right. Five Nights at Freddy's was your was your chance at blissful ignorance. <laughs> Enjoying the jingling keys. Now that it's real movies, we talk about real shit. That's right. Mark! I, uh... May the IDF strike ye down, Winslow! No! <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that Black Phillip is no longer allowed to be in a... Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's not allowed to be in movies anymore. <laughs> that's real, that's, little bastard. That's that so rocks. good. I I do like that. My whole thing is like, yeah, I think she was both the witch the whole time and being forced to, to some degree. That Not that the other witches weren't real, just that she was acting on behalf. And for me, it was all about the Black Phillip songs the little kids were singing. Yeah. And them basically talking about how Satan's more powerful than God over and over again. And it's like, yeah, that's probably what's up is like they can't pray Satan away. Sometimes oh, like it just Christians be like that. Give- <laughs> Christians get fucked. That's right. That's right. It's, I mean, they're like they. There's they're no, also evangelical, so it's like different. I don't. I don't encounter many of them. So yeah, we we stay in the Catholic sphere over here. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure you're aware of that, Grim. Yeah, I'm sure. I assumed uh, racially because I'm a mm-hmm. racist. That's true. What? No, he's he's he's, <laughs> he's profiling us because we're because we're Latinos. Yes, that's right. yes, that's right. Although, I don't do that. Ironically, I don't do that in South Texas because, like, a shocking amount of people here are like Seventh Day or are like some other like fake Millerite religion. So, cook them, cook them. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, stop with your. There, there's something very weird about any religion that starts in like the 19th century. Like, no. Oh, absolutely, dude. They're all freak religions. It's I like was a, baptized Catholic, so that's what counts for me. Yeah, my my religion goes back thousands of years. Okay, exactly. Talk to him. It's full of yeah. old world insanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got the old world shit and the guilt. Step to that. I mean, you know, the like when the genesis of your religion is like, yeah, we all went to a field because it was the end of the of a days and nothing happened and we all got sad and we had to like make a new religion to like interpret why uh, we didn't all die. Like that's just that's just boring. <laughs> that's right actually why can't yeah, you, you, you if you your religion shit. if your religion doesn't have lore lore what are you doing <laughs> lore right. yeah if you can't yeah, have, it's if gotta you can't have, have more conspiracy theories around your lore it's not if, a real religion it's true yes. if you couldn't feasibly fill a game theory or film theory episode <laughs> with a channel with even theorizing a channel with theorizing about your religion's uh belief system and nature and mythos then you're not real you don't count exactly how many tom hanks vehicles do you have huh (laughs) (laughs) would unironically love to see like a game uh religion theory or whatever about (laughs) 
<laughs> him like breaking down Catholic myth. That's He's great. doing it for the Pope. He's going to present his video to the Pope. Like I mean, he did it oh my God. <laughs> I mean, he, he's definitely re- referenced religious stuff before, but yeah. I, I think he's broken down religious stuff. He's a theater kid. Before. He doesn't know what he's talking yeah. about half the yeah, time. Yeah, he doesn't know. It's, it, yeah, I'm not going to get into it. I, I got into it too much with the Five Nights at Freddy's video. <laughs> yeah, he's that's so true. all over the place. No more MatPat talk, please. He's so, yeah, okay. No, no <laughs> MatPat cameos in any of these movies. Can you imagine? MatPat in Nosferatu would I don't be know crazy. Who is. He's, he's the guy. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> he, he runs the game theory or like, a s- several sets of theory channels where he makes videos. Yeah, you've uh, never heard of food theory. <laughs> <laughs> you've no. never heard of style theory? That's the most ridiculous one. Oh my god! That's the most re- like. What do you mean? So he just, what like, do you mean? He's trying to on the hose. for bad ideas and like. Like, them... I mean, with with game theory and film theory, he does like he yeah he him and his like team of writers like concoct theories yeah, or whatever based ideas, on whatever like, property. Who has the biggest boobs in gaming? <laughs> classic <laughs> classic uh or like uh the one he's most famous for uh sans from undertale <laughs> is Ness from earthbound yeah what? which is it's really funny <laughs> it's, confusing, it's, right? it's really good um and fun. and he besides that his his most famous moment was when he met the pope with some other content creators he gave him undertale. and they were they each gave the pope a gift and he gave him not just undertale a steam code for undertale <laughs> wow <laughs> the, pope on, Jesus. the pope at home on his laptop booting up steam making pontifex on steam <laughs> How many porn games do you think the the Pope has on the Steam account? Yo, what do you think the Pope thinks about sex with Hitler too? <laughs> yeah, a real game on Steam. One of you fucking degenerates on Twitter. I added some people to my Steam like account friends thing, and then all of a sudden, I started getting ads for like extremely pornographic games, and I'm like, this fucking has to be one of you. It now thinks we're birds of a feather, and that I want to see fucking sex with Hitler. I get that shit. I've never. I don't have none of my friends have any game like that. The closest any of my friends on my friends list have come to that is playing Honey Pop. Honey Pop rocks though. Honey Pop is good. Um, but like ever since they got rid of Steam Greenlight, the old process to get new games on there, it's been nothing but porn games. That rocks. I just I, I hate all the porn games and I wish it's I so could bad. get rid of the porn games without like this is my most zoomer opinion. I don't want the porn games. I wish there was like a dating sim like thing I could just delete. But the problem is that the tags get added to everything. So like, yeah, yeah. Baldur's Gate 2 has a dating Baldur's, sim tag. That's what I said. You're going to end up blocking Baldur's Gate 3. That's, that's a dating sim. <laughs> so, yeah. so the witch. The Black um, Phillip, yes. Uh, the Black <laughs> Phillip songs. I love that. That I, I'm genuinely, I'm proud of how far off rank we can get. That's right. That's right. Porn games and that's, the witch. That's the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> from the witch to porn games, what comes from the lighthouse? You know, Satan works Ooh. in mysterious ways. <laughs> he tempts you. He tempts you. <laughs> Black Phillip presented a steam code to the twins for sex with Hitler three. <laughs> oh God. No, yeah, I did see that um, just just recently today, yesterday. That Black Phillip is not allowed to be in movies anymore, which it is rocks. I love really Black funny. Phillip. He's great. I literally based an entire D and D adventure off him. Yeah, that makes and, sense. And the witch. Uh, they never found him. One of my characters, a year real time and in game, two years later, uh, is still carrying a tuft of Black Phillip's hair in his That's inventory because he wants to know what the fuck the deal was. So he's keeping it so he doesn't forget. 
That's funny. It rocks. It's the, great. Uh, yeah, he... Uh, by the way, this is how I found out that Robert Eggers uh, used to post on Quora quite a bit. Really? Um, really? Because when The Witch came out, he basically answered every question about The Witch on Quora. Amazing. He's got, like, a, a Quora verified account, which is hilarious. That's what? got some big, like, LinkedIn premium feel to it. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, but I, it rules so much. It makes me love him that much more that he was like, oh, you want the lyrics to the Black Phillips song? Okay, here you go. That's amazing. That's I didn't so know this. Good. Yeah, I had That's to so hit because I hit rewind trying to hear the lyrics on one part of it. And I was like, am I hearing that one word right? Because I was... I was trying to figure out if because uh, it talks about the lines, so I'm assuming it's it's like making fun of. Uh, I assume it's making fun of uh, the story of Daniel with uh, God making the lions unable to eat him, basically, like their mouth just gets kind of shut closed, mm-hmm. and then they're, the little kids are singing, and it's like, no, Black Philip just eats the lions himself. Like, yeah, he doesn't fucking need to do all this bullshit to save the lions. Why do you want to save the lions? Eat the fucking lions. Like Black Phillip's so real. He's like, no, I'm literally built different. I'm going to eat the lions. He's just like, do you want butter? All right, let's let's party. (laughs) Right. Right. He's like, you're hungry, right? (laughs) Yeah. Come on. (laughs) We're we're feasted over there, dude. Yeah. We need to align with Black Phillip materially, even if we don't agree with his social policy. (laughs) (laughs) The Red Brand Alliance will be real. Oh, <laughs> oh God! Oh no! Jeez. Um, wait. So hold on. I want to back up because this this isn't actually something I've ever. I guess maybe I just haven't looked into it too much, but it also hasn't occurred to me um, that Thomason was actually a witch the whole time. Is that well? Like it's it's ambiguous, around? but there's like there's definitely indications in a lot of uh, scenery and dialogue that like she straight up is being controlled by black Philip and she doesn't even like understand or know it. Yeah. Oh, really? Like yeah. what? I mean, part of it, like when she's uh, torturing her, uh, her little uh, twin kids, she outlines exactly what is happening. And like with shockingly specific detail, like the idea is clearly already in her mind and she just, you know, she, she probably thinks she's just fucking with the kid, but, uh, the fact she basically nails down the entire plot and what's going to happen is like, that's already incredibly sus. Um, she's there when the baby is taken, uh, you know, like she, it feels very much in the style of a story from the time like if it was real which yeah which was the intention that's right like, and that's Edgar's whole thing describes yeah that's too. like exactly. oh you're gonna have a magic sword called Draugr and that rocks it rocks that shit rocks by the way i love Skyrim. i love i got so mad and i was i said fuck skyrim when that part came on when i did my rewatch <laughs> i fucking i did the leo point Ooh, skyrim i hate skyrim oh my god i detest skyrim but i I did it to make myself laugh. When they said the sword was called Draugr, I'm like, oh, they made the dudes from Skyrim real. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was good. I um, I love that he had to shove the uh, the dude's head up his ass to, to complete that trial or whatever. Right. That shit rocks. Who amongst us? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the prevalence of, of fart jokes. In, yeah. In his movies. No, that's why the witch is really the weakest one, because there's no fart jokes in the witch. I disagree heavily. I got tired of them when I was rewatching the Lighthouse, dude. 
it was kind of ridiculous. It was genuinely kind like it. And watching, I remember I watched like some behind the scenes stuff for the lighthouse and stuff. And it very much feels like, yeah, okay, maybe there's a point to it once or twice. But after that, it feels like Eggers is deliberately like, how many farts can I get in this movie that everyone thinks is art house? How many farts can I get in here? Which is well, awesome. It, to me, it just points to how fucking bored they are. Like that's a, that's really what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, is given enough time, two dudes will make come town. Like <laughs> that's right. They really are just podcasters in there. Yeah, like that would like, be a very fun podcast of just doing a modern uh, ghost story, but it's two guys in a lighthouse who are not contacting anyone else for like you know months <laughs> at a time. That would that would kick ass. I, I would gen- listen I, to that. I think I think the I think it definitely. I don't know. It's like to me. I think the issue is mostly like I don't think it's possible to have a fart in a film sound natural. No, they don't sound like normal farts yeah. in the Northmen when they're ripping ass in that cave doing the ritual. I'm like, dude, somebody got the fart button behind stage. Somebody dubbing in these farts and they sound ridiculous. Like it's so distracting. Like it feels a bit, it doesn't feel as much in, in the lighthouse. Um, And I think it just fits a lot better in the lighthouse because like just discussing the, the art, the artistic value of farts and movies. Um, it's like it, like, like you said, it, it's emblematic of how fucking bored they are and how there isn't shit to do but fart on each other because it's funny. Like, like you know, what else are you gonna do? But in the Northmen, it's it's like they it's treat the farts a lot bit. more seriously in the Northmen, where they're like, to complete this fucking manhood ritual, you have to burp and fart right now. Yeah, on command. Like what? And then the fucking farts sound like sound like a fuck like like they when you go on some rock, kid's phone like and they have image. a they have a funny fart app on their phone. That's what the farts sound like in right. the Northman to me. It's it's so distracting. I, I wonder if Eggers did any production of any kind back in like, I don't know how old he is, because I assume he's like older millennial or young Gen He's X. like in his 30s, he's like isn't 40. he? No, I assume he's at least 40. The 40 would be on the young end to me, but like that would be my guess is 40 plus. He's exactly 40. Oh, there you go. Oh. Because... Um, just just time wise on that, but if I I wonder if he was because there used to be a thing where you could not put farts in movies or television, like it was like straight up prohibited for rating reasons. Is that why South really? Park did that the bit with the the Canadians? Yes, that's where that comes from. Straight up, like because that was a thing in the nineties, and then yeah. like okay. but like early nineties, like was when. That there's a there's at least one episode of either Friends or Seinfeld where they can't say the word fart or like rep like reference the sound of a fart and like it, I, I'm telling you it used to be like an actual like yeah this is not fit for like you would get fined that's crazy dude right it was that aggressive what the hell that's it, insane like which by the way imagine how much it sucks for anyone making content for kids back then like holy shit. You got yeah, you like nine tools in your arsenal. You can't use one of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because kids are shame. too fucking dumb to enjoy anything useful. So they hadn't invented yeah. jingling keys yet. Yes. This is why uh, the lighthouse and the Northmen are really films for kids. They, I mean, Welcome. they could be. You know, why not? I don't think they could be. <laughs> yeah, they can. I, I, was like, I don't think the I the think mermaid you're... pussy and the and the jerk in it in the lighthouse. Well, the lighthouse now, but the Northman and the witch. Yeah, yeah. sure. Why not? That's like the I lighthouse think. even too. How old are we talking though? Well, let's put it this way. The witch was very much the kind of story people told yeah. children at the time. <laughs> like, yeah, that's fair. That's true. <laughs> that is very much a child uh, a story like 
told by adults to children to scare them out of shit. Like, yeah, they're like, if you're a bad Christian, you get abducted, and yep. you eat your children, <laughs> you eat your brothers and sisters. It'll and look they like a Goya bleed painting. You so they can fly. What the what? I said it'll look like a Goya painting when you're done. <laughs> That's right. Oh jeez. <laughs> They're gonna, that eat, part they're gonna tear that little fucker up. Sometimes that part ruled so much. I remember seeing that and like uh creaming your pants, yeah, me too. <laughs> uh-huh. I was like, whoa. No, no. I mean like when, when she starts they do the, the Goya painting and I was like, Oh, that's so fucking cool. And then when I saw the Goya painting uh this year, all I could think about was the witch. I was like, damn. Like Wait, am I stupid? What? Where when where when is the Goya painting in the witch? The very end with the witches flying around. That's right, straight okay, out figure. of a Goya yeah. painting, like <laughs> right. the Coven of Witches or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, like the beans? <laughs> yes, Yo, like I know beans. those beans. <laughs> <laughs> Every night with the Goya in this house. Oh, my Listen, God. Listen, I saw the painting at the Prado, and it was cool, but all I could think about was the fucking witch. And I was like, <laughs> which that's, one's Anya Taylor-Joy? That's proof. That's proof movies are better than um, paintings. That's right. That's, that's true. Right. Movies are better than all other art. The witch is better than Goya. That's all there is to it. Simple as. Hey, Goya, like the Goya could never produce the witch, but the witch could definitely make a mean can of beans. <laughs> and now we're back to the fart jokes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We right start. Back. Hey, it loops back around. There's the fart joke in the witch. The the Goya. There you go. <laughs> it's an it's implied. Yeah, but that's the subtlety of the witch. When you're working on a budget like that, you know. God, you imagine how much that ADR set must have fucking smelled. Ugh, disgusting, oh, right? dude. Ugh, you ever been on? You've been on farms, right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to live on one. That's crazy. That 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 makes sense, actually. What, is, are, what do you mean that that makes sense? What are you trying to say? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I feel like Damn. you would have been on a farm for a bit, for a minute. Profiling. Profiling. I do kind of agree. You do. You do seem a bit like a farm boy. You just seem like you oh. know your way around animal husbandry. Okay. <laughs> I mean, have I touched a few animals' penises uh, to Whoa. get them started for extraction? Because oh. we were selling some bull sperm. Yes. Yeah. That's the husbandry and animal husbandry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Have I helped fish? deliver a cow or two? Yes. That rocks. You have no, to get your whole arm in It's fucking there. awful. It's terrible work, and there's a reason that like we create an entire second class of citizenry to do it, because it fucking yeah. sucks. Yeah, absolutely. They shouldn't be exploited, but they get exploited because it really does suck that bad. <laughs> Closest I've ever come to that. Uh, My people's legacy. <laughs> they, um, I went to Cuba to visit family and stuff, and they slaughtered a pig in the back um, yeah. for dinner. That shit fucked me up. I was like, dog. It's just a cop. Who cares? I can't do it. Got him. True. Cook True. Em. We should murder police officers in the back of our houses and eat them. <laughs> the witch, too. Yeah. <laughs> Takes place during the uh, the the end of Batista's reign. Crazy. Crazy. We got to We got to have a a, a, a Cuban born witch. Yes. Speaking right. of returning to Latina. the farm, <laughs> we need to talk about how Eggers is a racist and how using well, he's white. Uh, we know this. I'm going to be real runes on his movie poster meant he is a racist of the racist variety. I'm going to be real. Absolutely. (laughs) When I'm going to be real. I don't think Eggers is a racist. I think that that's ridiculous. I do think that when you look at it, when you look up Robert Eggers, 
Yes. And you see <laughs> bro looks like a white supremacist. Absolutely. He looks like dude. a fucking Nazi. Like, I look at him and he emanates Hitler particles like crazy. <laughs> like, I Visually. feel bad because, like, not only is he just, like, the poster child for Hitler particles, he, like, his movies are not helping his case. See, the, the fact problem. that he made, a, like, a revenge movie set in, like, in, like, the old based on the old Norse sagas and stuff is like, bro, you're not beating the allegations right now. <laughs> the problem is he he comes off either super Brooklyn or super like white supremacist because that's that's the real horseshoe theory. Yeah, is that if you become Brooklynite enough, you just look like Richard Spencer. Like that's true. <laughs> he does kind of look like Richard Spencer. It's kind of funny. He absolutely looks like Richard absolutely. Spencer. A lot like him. He it's, also looks like the guy from uh from oh what the fuck is the space show that's fun Expanse the Expanse he looks like the the meathead from Expanse I don't remember his name he's a very fun character they have the same like phrenology and the same like big oh. beard lo- little hair <laughs> I haven't seen the Expanse I'm sorry the Expanse is literally based on the Dungeons and Dragons campaign you need to watch the Expanse that's for you Ruby. That is for you, Ruby. Really. I'll, I'll, I'll get to it. It's on Amazon. I'm terrible right? with TV. I, I can't watch. It's TV. on Amazon Prime for free. Just there you, go watch there it. There you go. I'll think about it. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't get through uh, the whole actual D and D show on Amazon Prime. Uh, Vox Machina, the Critical Role oh, or whatever. I got like thirty um, seconds into the that. Rings Did of I Power. Tell you that? Oh, I knew. I know. I already know you hate that show. <laughs> I well, I was like, oh, I could have told you before you watched it. You will not get through the first five minutes. Like, I, I hit play, and then it's like, oh, these brave adventurers, and they go forth, and then they both they all get like zapped and disintegrated, and you literally a uh, that just happened got dropped, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm out. I'm it's out. So Thirty corny. seconds in, I'm out. It's so corny. the The actual Critical Role campaign is is fun to watch, but that that show is super corny. Like it's written extremely corny. It also feels like shit's missing too. There's like a weird vibe. There is no. There, there's a huge gap in stuff in that show. Like, are there people missing though? Because that's the vibe. Is that there's like no. Okay. There's like there's just story arcs missing. It it just it straight up feels like there's there's like characters uh like there who uh. Or not, but I mean, it's literally an adaptation of a like two year, two three year long campaign. It's an insane thing to try to do. Yeah, um, I yeah. mean, good on them for doing it, but also yeah. it could have. They're rolling in money. They're they're it, it just it had a big man child feel. Like it's not for kids, but it's also not for like a real ass adult. It has that. <laughs> it's, for, it's for Rick and Morty fans. Yes, for the so. those in Arrested Development. That's right. Arrested <laughs> Development's good though. Arrested Development's for fucking adults, man. Well, that is. I meant the clinical term, but yeah. I, know. I was just, <laughs> just tripping over each other trying to make jokes here, you guys. <laughs> no, I I I meant like I meant like the condition. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> 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 but yeah, Arrested Development. Uh, like when your dad gets murdered in front of you. I thought you were about to go back to. to... <laughs> okay, you are. You are. I was like, I thought you were about to go back. And you said Arrested Development. I was like, oh, almost. I know. Almost. Right? No, I was going. I was trying to go back on track with the Northman, but you interrupted me. And I'm that's... sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Exactly. Seeing my dad get arrested for the banana stand was just like Amalith. <laughs> yeah, right. i am just like omelet actually that's crazy <laughs> yeah when you think about it michael is basically you know amleth like he he's supposed to get the empire but it's like taken away from him you know right 
uh, because his family fucks it up for him and his yeah. mom is an evil, like, side dealing. Uh, Not beating those Hitler particles. Who the, f- who the fuck is Michael? Michael's Michael. the main guy in uh, Rest of Development. Yeah, Team Wolf. Oh, I Blue, didn't dude. know we were still talking about Arrested Development. I I, like, I'm talking about the parallels genuinely... between Arrested Development and the Northmen. Yeah. Which there's so, the more I think I, about it, the more appeal. The more it works. <laughs> I know. Well, I know. Well, the foe is Joe. Is Joe? <laughs> Job. I I literally thought Michael like Michael Afton from Five Oh Nights my god! <laughs> oh. I was like, he can he can make that work. He can make that work. It's a it's a it's a revenge story, kind of right. Kind Michael of. Afton is just like. <laughs> he's like i hate my partner i'm gonna murder his children yeah that's that's revenge all right this is like when i called uh five nights at freddy's my star wars oh my god that pissed me off (laughs) i know you sounded so angry is five nights at freddy's good no um yes okay it's a bad movie it's a bad movie but um it's it's very clear that uh all the people involved really wanted it to be good and understood its potential. And the main writer of the movie, who is the guy who made all the games, yeah. is a bad writer. Uh, <laughs> and is holding the whole thing back. Pretty I mean, much, I, actually. Yeah, like, I feel like the the games were... I only play... I, I say the games. I've only played the first one, but... Real. The, it was really good at, yeah, like, the tension and scaring you. And it basically, like... Yeah, I, I, that's not a person to write something, though. They... they yeah, yeah. He, he it's, it's an issue in that he, he tells his story through Easter eggs and like secrets and like yeah. you have to dig for it. It doesn't really work as a straight narrative, which is why the attempt at adapting it to do so is uh, very rough. But, yeah. you know, we'll see. They're making two more of those. So I, hope I like Josh, Josh Hutcherson and I think I'm like the one Josh Hutcherson super fan. I, uh, I don't know why. He I likes just... him. Iggy said that last. Yeah, last I thought he I think episode, he's a great yeah. actor. I even he watched Journey like 2. He's good. Yeah. Uh, and Future Man doesn't get enough props. Oh, I was just—I was literally—I watched the first season, dude. I was like, "Wow, this is actually pretty good." This is kind of so weird. Fun. I love it, dude. I haven't seen anything beyond season two. <laughs> the first season, though. You honestly, it's one of those shows where like it gets sillier and sillier, and you're either on board or not. But yeah. it is very fun, and season one is just awesome. I right. I feel bad that it didn't get more buzz uh the uh for the record you want spoilers on the end for future man sure yeah uh the greatest spoilers ever is that what you're watching is actually uh the future man show is a show about a real thing that happened but they whitewashed the entire cast (laughs) (laughs) so like every single character is a poc and they cast white people in it which is such an amazing beautiful funny dude commentary (laughs) (laughs) that rocks it's so good <laughs> i genuinely can't be upset at how far off we go because it's just not my fault this time yeah it's always my fault it feels good it's not your fault i just i i love that i have to spoil that for people because it's so good it's that's amazing that might actually get me to finish watching this show though <laughs> honestly just jump to the last episode and just like if, if you're not gonna wow. just it's so funny when it's like, oh, you've actually been watching a real show that's about like things that happened, but yeah, no, it's it's good time. Just like the Northman, all that stuff exactly. really happened, including Droger? the undead warrior. Real, it's true. Uh, oh, and I never actually gave the number earlier. The percentage of the family that died was eighty three percent. See, you were wrong. In the witch, I yeah. said eighty. Yeah, he said eighty. Oh my gosh! All right, 
It's, I used I to be lied. calculus like 10 years ago, okay? You probably should have. I failed at math pretty bad. I suck at I was like, <laughs> believe it or not. I was not. like a smarty pants, and then suddenly I got to Algebra 2, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Yeah, I, uh, that, that does suck. I don't know what to do with that. Cook them. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> cook, cook, cook some more. I mean, Fuck get good. Up. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. Real. I'm not good at it. Um, I uh, I think is the Northman is the longest of the three, right? Yeah, yeah, it's two and a half hours, or it's not two and a half, but it's like two and twenty or something like that. It's just under two and a half. Yeah, yeah. What do you, of the three? Which do you think is paced the best? The witch. Yeah, the witch. I was like, by by the end of the Northman, I was like, oh, this is this is they're stretching this a little too much. You uh, think? Yeah, absolutely. I was in deep that whole movie. I didn't feel it. I was immersed, but at some point, I don't remember exactly what it was. I think maybe when he got captured and was being tortured. So I don't know. It's like 15 minutes before the right. end. I was just like, I, wrap this up. I'm tired. <laughs> I, I got to watch another lot. movie after this. <laughs> it's kind of fun to me because Edgar's whole thing seems to be like telling mythologies and fairy tales of... Yeah the past but in their own terms yeah and it kind of does reveal like for me it's like yeah the the weird ass puritanical like american shit was was pretty fucking entertaining and um that's i think that's why i like the witch so much is as much as i like the the viking story stuff um it does feel limited by its time at some level you know i was like because that that story is told in like like a thousand a.d right Right. I like, think yeah. it's like 800 something. I just watched yeah. yesterday. I think it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. The like, Viking age I, peaked like between seven and 980. Yeah. It, which well, like, it's like, literally like, oh, there's a prophecy and it's going to come true. And then the prophecy 1000% comes true. Like, yeah. Oh, who, who could have seen this coming? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's not, it's, there's nothing well, wrong like, with that. And, uh, yeah. But yeah. So I have my own thoughts on like how prophecy works in that. I, I don't know. I think it's an you interesting think it's self-fulfilling. Like, yeah, actually, that's what I get from that movie. Is that like, I'm that's, little, that's oh. a very common thread with all revenge stories, though. Like, especially big like fantasy revenge stories where right. it's prophetic yeah. that the revenge will happen. It's always self fulfilled. Yeah, but like with with the Northmen, though, it's it's more than just a personal like self fulfilling. It's also like socially, like right. it's it's commenting on the fact that like the Norns are a noted thing in this culture that right. everyone believes that this is how things will happen because the Norn, whoever that might end up being told you so. And it's, I don't know. I think it's an interesting play at at revealing parts of culture like that. Yeah. I, I like, um, I like that. I just, I can't get on board because of the magic sword and shit. Like the, you know what I mean? Like there, there's too many little bits that become kind of, it's too fantastical. Right. Yeah. I, I much so, prefer the sort of magic in The Witch as opposed to The Northman. Me too. Me too, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it it's reminds just, me much freaky. more of like... It's fucking weird and it's cool and it's like... I don't know. It's like... I think I think part of why um, that part of The Witch is a lot more compelling to me also is because like... It's just... I don't know. It's... <laughs> no, actually, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to embarrass myself with that, but I'll still make the point. It's all, It feels a lot more grounded. I was going to give a specific example of another thing. I'm not doing that to myself. Um, but 
it's it feels a lot more grounded in a strange sense um i just in general tend to like smaller stakes stories better yeah, same. um True. which again i said i i i got the northman i i say i had the easiest time with the northman that basically means that the witch in the lighthouse took me two watches to get fully i got the northman fully in one watch um but it's i just like the lighthouse and the witch a lot better for that because it's just so much more contained um and it's just it's more compelling that way to me um, right do you feel like uh sorry do you feel also that like because the time frames are much more familiar it's easier to get sucked into um not necessarily because i got pretty sucked into the northman um i think it's like i got pretty immersed in it but i mean i also have a really easy time getting immersed in stuff like that because like i <laughs> love skyrim obviously i, I play six D games a week like i do a lot of high fantasy low to high fantasy stuff um oh. storytelling and everything and especially going on big epic adventures like this like i'm not unfamiliar with that form of storytelling and it's not difficult for me to get very immersed in that um but i just at the end of the day i find it a lot more compelling and in recent years i've especially with uh the witch and to a to a degree the lighthouse i i in recent years have come to just greatly appreciate horror in a way that i never have uh prior to a couple years ago um that's because i was always a little baby who couldn't i couldn't fucking watch like scream dog you're absolutely a baby though everything was too scary to me literally um really and then literally i i just never watched horror movies um insane and then last year i was like what am i fucking stupid and i watched all all five scream movies and all like the first halloween and then the halloween reboot trilogy uh like in a matter of a week and i was like this shit fucking rocks and now i'm like into horror movies now (laughs) um and i know those are slashers but like it's just my point was that i i kind of leapt into it after just always being a scaredy cat as a kid which is a horror movie yeah 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 yeah. i didn't say it wasn't i'm saying like the example i gave of what got me into horror movies was specifically slashers like i wouldn't call the witch a slasher um but just more just the point being that I I suddenly jumped into an entire genre that I basically had never consumed. Um, and it's qu- quickly grown to be like my favorite um, genre, I think, in general. Uh, and Very interesting, considering it, what you have been missing. Oh, I know. Exactly. I know. I know I'm missing a lot. Um, I, I'm getting there. That's why I'm doing literally why I'm doing this show to get myself to watch more movies. Um, I'm starting with movies I've seen, but I'm my intention is to do a lot of movies that I haven't seen yet. Cool. Um, but it's just I don't know. It's something that I get a lot more immersed in now, just by default. Um, fear and uh, like the the torment, like in the lighthouse, their 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 psychological back and forth and. Uh, you know my 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 lore decoder brain um analyzing the movies and coming to different conclusions about it i think it's really interesting the way you can and that, that's like a thing the northman also doesn't have um you can have 10 different interpretations of the witch and 10 different interpretations of the lighthouse you can't really have many different interpretations of the northman um which you know it's not trying to do that but i think that's just a thing that those first two movies have that the northman doesn't have 
Yeah, no, I was just saying uh, we had, we did have one on the prophecy, and I guess that's a that's a distinction, you know. It, but that's kind of that's almost stealing from like the old Macbeth criticism of, you know, what were the witches telling, like prophesizing, or were they just putting the idea in his head, hoping he'd do it? I thought I was crazy when I was talking about this with my dad, that the Northman gives well, like that whole Macbeth thing. It reminds me a lot of older epic stories like that oh yeah i don't think it's shy about it i i think it's, it's very much meant to be like macbeth and like uh or not be macbeth but to like be that kind of vibe the the, the shakespearean revenge story kind of thing or the shakespearean yeah. like conspiracy story have have either of you guys ever read beowulf i haven't yeah. not since I don't uh, high it. school but yeah yeah i know that's technically like english stuff um, I don't know if that relates to the Northmen at all. Like, I think it's definitely probably yeah, it somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, uh, I'm not even certain it's actually like proper English. I, I feel like it's like, um, I thought it was like German and became English because of the. Oh, like the, uh, the immigration like, and stuff like people. Right. Like, like the language itself, how English came yeah. about. Like, I think that was part of, um, but I don't know. I need to look that up again. I'm, I'm dying it definitely has a lot of the the scandinavian style names a lot of ears and a lot of jeers yeah. right so i mean i always associated beowulf with like scandinavian stuff that's how it's always right been kind of presented that's interesting i was like i never i never had to read it i had to read shakespeare but i was always under the impression it was an english story uh like a sort of uh english before the romans Right, story. you're probably right. For the record, I, I'm probably very wrong here. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea. I don't know, but I was just—I never read it. Um, hell, but I, the only memory I have, even if I did, the only memory I have of stuff I read in school was when we did Romeo and Juliet as a play. Like we read it as a class as a play. I played Mercutio, and when he got shot, I got a spontaneous nosebleed. Well, that's wild. It was that's awesome. Cool. Like that, like literally, like timed, like you would fucking time a squib in a movie. Like he gets shot and I say the line and I look up and I'm just pouring blood from my nose. Everybody's like, what the fuck? Holy shit. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. Your theater I fucking own that shit in. though. I acted like I did it on purpose, which was an impossibility, but kids are stupid. That's right. <laughs> it rocks. <laughs> I, I like, do like that. Like, like, yeah, this was entirely on purpose. Yeah, I, I got did a mound of blow in the bathroom beforehand. And... <laughs> <laughs> I got up uh, and bowed and then went and stuffed shit up my nose it was great that i was like 14 great. it was awesome and that rocks you know what nothing sticks out in your brain quite like the tiny victories that absolutely did exactly a fucking thing exactly yeah. a child completely meaningless but damn shit was awesome <laughs> if that ain't the stuff you think about when someone asks you to reflect on your life and you're like that was fucking dope and it didn't matter at all yeah <laughs> i didn't even do it i didn't even actually win anything it just happened by accident <laughs> You don't have to be responsible for it. It doesn't matter. The only point is that it happened and that you felt awesome. And that yeah. way that you can only feel awesome as a child. It's true. So, that, yeah. that youthful innocence. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, like, I honestly, uh, what do you think about, um, like, comparing... The, because this is also something that I, I'm just kind of running through stuff in my head. Um, 
the way each of the movies looks, I, I feel like this is just kind of half turning into ragging on the Northmen more than anything else. Um, like the way the witch and the lighthouse look are like so like so unique from like a, just an immediate visual perspective compared to the Northmen, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it is kind of because like the witch is very kind of I mean, it's it's colored very bland. Um, right, the colors are very washed out. It's but natural, yeah, it's on purpose. It's natural and it, light. Yeah, and I, it fits really well. Like, I thoroughly quote, love quote. that the witch. Uh, they had to shoot the witch on digital because yeah. they could not afford film, and like to compensate, they tried to like wash out the colors. He was like, "Since I'm not going to have my fucking glowy, warm film color, I'm going to wash everything out to like establish atmosphere." And then he gets the Northman and at least three quarters of that fucking movie have like blue color grading on it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you shot this on film and then added blue color grading. What are you doing? <laughs> That's that a, such a weird choice to me. I mean, no one does that, you know, but it's also like, you could have just shot this on digital, man. Like, Maybe he's one of those things of like, Oh, but like, uh, the, f- the, the film stock though it's like he definitely so he definitely 1000% is that guy he's yeah. so that guy he yeah. he's ranted for nerds. like over an hour before about like how much he loves film and you know what it probably does look much better than it would in a normal digital with like color grading to, oh yeah just because it, most I, directors don't know how to use it and right. like i feel like that, that falls on individuals on their color grading and their sense of style and also yeah. like the fact that we're in a big studio system again so right. a lot of that's dictated from the top down. Yeah. Unless you're know. Barry Levinson, who then gets to shoot all of Euphoria on film, even though it like Th- that rock, fucking though, nothing. That, that oh. was, the show looks like visually very interesting, very good. And no, it's all candy. I can't stand you're it. You're not talking about the pedo show on my I'm talking about the pedo show. show. You're yeah. not don't Anyways, do it to me, please. Um, but like <laughs> I I love the fact that he wasted so much money. Well that part's funny. That that's it's the funny awesome. thing. He got HBO to shell out like millions of dollars for this dude. It's great. That's so yes. stupid. And, and he, he would like arrive every day. Refused to make a fucking like like schedule. Yeah, <laughs> dude. You know he has photos of like random HBO producers and small children. Like, there's no yeah, fucking way. Yeah, and it. small children. Yeah, for sure. Isn't he Israeli? Uh, oh, I, well. First off, <laughs> they I love exporting He's, those out here. His dad is a guy who worked in the industry, and he was a child actor. So uh, oh, um, he's he's got some some stuff stuff going on. Yeah, I absolutely. don't know if he's Israeli. He's definitely Jewish, but I don't know if he's fucking Israeli. He may. Uh, I know. Well, maybe I'm thinking of the original Euphoria. I know that. Was oh, the original Euphoria is, was a Israeli show. Yes. Yeah. Just like Homeland, and like a fourth of our fucking shows are just Homeland stuff imported. Homeland, yes, was That's an Israeli crazy. show. I didn't it watch was like, it, damn, but... what if these Palestinians are human? <laughs> that, I mean, yeah, that makes sense, actually. And that was like a novel idea, and they brought it to the U.S., and it was just, yeah. I mean, I guess it is a novel idea, considering the state of things. Yeah. <laughs> Still a novel fucking idea. Yeah. You know you know, you know, know who would say free Palestine? Um, which fucking character would Thomas say? Harkin. <laughs> I mean, Lord Byron looking at the land? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but with a Wait, comma free let's 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 rate our protagonists uh free? Let, let, let's go let's go from the top down thomason um thomas winslow thomas wake uh and amleth 
Um, which of them would say free Palestine and which of them would say, actually, they do have tunnels under the hospitals. <laughs> okay, so uh, Thomas, I feel like, has to be free Palestine. Absolutely. But Agreed, like, yeah. because of just all that religious fuckiosity yeah. in my fucking brain. Like, don't you think it's like the evangelical? But yeah. you don't think it would be like the evangelical obsession with Israel? No, I, mean, like, I think it no, would be some random that. ass interpretation that's totally like... Um, Amleth would be free Palestine, but because he fucking like hates he wants to Jews rule it, and hates Christians. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's the free Palestine bad version. I mean, he freed some Christian slaves, but it's pretty clear he's that's fucking... like selfish though. Like he yeah. did that because he was like, yeah, well, I he's need... like let's cause a little chaos while I'm yeah. while I'm leaving. So. I need some bodies he around it. here. He was right for it. We should deal with Christians. Um, what? now the, <laughs> the middle. <laughs> Oh, we've we've got our, our our young and old. Where do you think Thomas Winslow and Thomas Wake fall on this? Wake, the old one, right? Yeah, I think Wake would go free Palestine. I think uh, the other Thomas would go. Yeah, I think there's I think there's tunnels under there. Dude. You think? I yeah, kind of had the same vibe. I kind of felt like Winslow definitely was but like was like. Well, didn't you hear the audio they picked up of them? <laughs> I, I feel like the young blood guy is just like hot Israelis. Hell yeah. Like, yeah, that's why. That's yeah, his, he falls for the propaganda of the Israeli, of the IDF women on TikTok. Right. He He's eats like, that oh, shit up. He's like, oh, god damn. Can you believe what they're doing to these women? It's, right. Replace the replace the mermaid scrimshaw with uh, TikToks of IDF women. and He's just jerking it. Just going BBL, crazy yeah. up there. Absolutely. Oh my fucking god. This is our like third episode, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this rocks. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> I but no, I actually I do so like I, I do think Winslow would be pro IDF, but would Wake be I feel like I don't know if I think I think he'd Wake be anti IDF. I think he's just anti Israel. Before he's pro Palestine, yeah, right? it's one of those things of like, yeah, he falls on that line just because he doesn't like the other thing. Yeah, he's a Jackson Hinkle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. True. Hey, you know what? It's very real. This post was fact checked by True Wiki Patriots. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh God! I think um, I said the word and it reminded me. I think I also think in general, the witch in the lighthouse gains so much from having uh that just really unique dialogue between the two with the wikis sounding like from their pre- and it's also that's the thing is that them being kind of contemporary time periods, relatively speaking. <laughs> Yeah, one four hundred like, years ago. Yeah, relatively speaking, like yeah, I feel like you 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 draw more out of the distinction between that speech and our speech versus something like the Northmen, where you know, I mean, in the Northmen they didn't really use like you know a super like historically accurate dialect or anything like that, but was it English, still feels like you get even around at the time. Then oh, would it have been in, old English in Amleth's time? I don't. I honestly don't fucking know. I'll do. I'll do a little Google. I'll do a little Google. I was like, because that might be what it is too. I don't know. I just. I'm not a linguist. I I don't know this this his, history exactly. It might have still been in Germanic base at the time. Actually, thinking about it. So okay, so it's set. 
in the time period in which it was written, which was the 13th century. So the um, hundred. What, what was uh, Amleth's story, like the actual oh. saga of Amleth? Got it. He's real. Yo, <laughs> yo, they made the guy from the Northmen real. Yo, what the <laughs> hell? There is a there is an old Norse saga called like Amleth the something prince or the Danish prince, I think. Danish. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I would have thought like the Wolf King or something like. That. It's like I mean, it's because like. The Northman is made up of several different sagas put together, but the one oh. that he's named Lazy. after, the Amleth one, is called Amleth the Danish Prince. And it's mostly based on the Amleth story, like Amleth the Danish Prince. But. I haven't read that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't reading all that. Happy for you, though. <laughs> um, so English did exist. Um English is a West Germanic language that originated from the, the brought to brought to Britain in the mid fifth to seventh centuries, and Amleth's story is set in the thirteenth century. So English it would definitely have been old, it would have been old English. Would it? Yeah. yeah. When did old English transition like, to Middle English? Well, that's kind of different. I was like, uh, old English is so different than Middle English because Middle English is also marked by like Latin influences and stuff, right? I think so. Yeah, Old English is the one that if you look at it, you're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the one that's basically indecipherable. Because it's still in its old Germanic influences. It's the yeah, yeah, Germanic yeah. language at the time. Yeah, and which is know. what they would have been speaking. Yeah, but like, yeah. I thought that would have been cool if they were speaking garbage like that. Oh, yeah, no, it would have been awesome. But that's what I'm saying. The fact that it doesn't do that. Um, yeah, it opts for like a contemporary English. Yeah, this is why, like, I think... The, the, this is that's the kind of thing where the idea of it having um uh what's the fucking word uh more like wide appeal sensibilities um mm. like you know trying to appeal to it to a bigger audience because it's a bigger budget movie um that's what that kind of thing costs you and i think that you know when you put it in someone's filmography when his other two movies are uh the witch and the northman uh, or the witch and the lighthouse then it's like it's it's difficult not to compare a lot of what the northman is missing compared right. to those two movies i think mm. um which which is ultimately what kind of what, what comes around to it like you're 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 very right Iggy, that it's his it's his weakest film i think but i also don't blame him for it because like you know he had a lot of there were a lot more f- uh fingers in that pie yeah, I also do want to clarify. Like, yeah, it's his weakest film, but it's still a great. It's not film. a weak film. Yeah, it's a still a fucking really good movie. Um, when it's you're fucking batting, incredible. I love that movie. When you're batting three for three, and one of them, like you know, it still made contact. You still got a home run. But yeah, like, it's, you know. it's his yeah. eyes wide shut. It's uh, the <laughs> weakest Cooper. film, but yeah. definitely like still like it's still solid. firing on a lot of cylinders. Yeah. Like yeah, above for sure. Other people, like yeah, because he's still like an incredible filmmaker, you know. Um, I do. I saw. I saw this post go around a little while ago, and I made a note of it to bring it up uh, when we finally recorded. <laughs> Is this. it about the three directors? Yes, yeah. I think it's. I very when I see Ari Aster, I cannot help but think of the what is Blood doing here? Blood thinks he's on the team. <laughs> I don't. I don't think honestly. Like if like comparing Eggers, Peel, and Aster, I. I don't want to be mean to Ari Aster, but I don't think he belongs there. <laughs> I don't think Peel belongs there either, though. You don't wow. think so? No. I haven't seen Us. I've seen Get Out and Nope, but I haven't seen Us. 
I love uh, I love like uh, like Jordan Peele's definitely been like a lot of fun and interesting, but I I feel like Eggers really is operating above both of them, and I do feel that both of them are on the same level, like Peele and Aster. Yeah, um, Aster is like helped a lot by his uh, um, by his insane drive to like emulate Kubrick, and at some yeah. level, like if you're like stealing enough from someone who was that good like all artists steal you're right but he's like so he's so unifocused on fucking kubrick and loving kubrickian shit um that it's it really is just like kubrick light which i'm very happy for like ideal honestly like that we have someone doing that yeah um but yeah and peel i mean I don't know. I, the probably the most controversial opinion that Ruby will disagree with is, nope, was okay. Like it was very middle of the road. I um, I think it was so a better. I liked buster. us more than nope, which is already like me too. <laughs> a lot of people are going to cook you guys for that. Yes. I, Why? So I'm saying I'm not saying I am, but I'm saying a lot of people will cook you guys for thinking us is better than nope. Us people is are obsessed with a better nope. film. Um, I get it. I get. I get the connection. I love. Nope. Also. I also um, think Peel's the only one that, uh, like, of the three of them, like, if we, I, I kind of agree with Grim about that sort of scale. I think Peel's the only one of the two, like between uh, Aster and Peel, he's the only one that has the potential to get to that level that Eggers is operating at. Honestly, right. Like I mean, yeah, for which sure. Is why, which is why I it feels weird to say he's on the same level as Aster, just because I feel that problem is with Aster is that he's too busy emulating someone else's sort of aesthetics and sensibilities, right. and Peel is trying to operate on his own, pulling like, into different things. For and me, I'm, I um I haven't I seen Us, and I haven't seen Bo is Afraid. Um, I know I should. Um. Yeah, Eggers is the only one I've seen all three of his, all three of his films. Um, but I don't know. I think like I so I liked Nope a lot. Um, but I also like I'm also kind of in the like, why is everybody freaking out so much? Like, yeah, why are we acting like this is? Yeah. Why? Are, like, I think this is a really good movie. I think it's a really great movie. It's and considering that I have not preface. Considering that I have not seen a lot of movies, it is one of the better movies I've seen. Yeah. Um, but I think I think it was but I think that's an issue with every like good filmmaker in online discourse is when they have a new movie, it's the best movie ever fucking made. You yeah. know? Um but and there's recency bias to consider and all that shit. Like True. I don't know. I I'd be interested in making like like a direct comparison because I'm also I'm also very much in the process of trying to teach myself to look at films in a different way because I kind of just sit down and I watch them and I'm like that was pretty neat five stars I, and uh, I go on with my life every movie for nope I think the I think because it's it's also like contextually right it came out mm -hmm. in the in the summer of 2022 and I think in contrast it was a lot of it was in comparison to like Top Gun Maverick, which yeah, they're both great blockbusters, but I think Nope is the only one that bothers to be anything beyond a blockbuster. It's the only one trying to do something exactly. Yeah. Like, 
I loved Top Gun Maverick, but I also <laughs> I also re- respect the fact that it it, it acknowledges it's a spectacle and right. purely spectacle. You know, I really don't care about the fact that they think we're going to fight Iran or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't matter. Yeah. And, no, I'm, I'm right. And I, and you. I think that boosts a lot of people's opinions on it just because it's in contrast to other. Films. Yeah. What it was directly next to. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. I, mean, I respect all the technical aspects of it and how they filmed a lot of that shit. Um, it just, it's again, it's like a really well-built roller coaster at some point. Yeah, I will also say on a uh, I also from a like horror perspective, yeah. I've been like, listening to some of that. I think people are. This is also just a personal taste thing because you know what may, what what's scary to you is subjective. Um, I think people are kind of overblowing how scary the scene was in Nope when they all get slurped up by Jean Jacket, and they're like in the tube or whatever. Oh, um, yeah. people were like, "Oh my god, this is a." fucking most horrific thing I've ever seen. I was like, bro, watch more movies coming from me. That's not... I don't think it was that bad, personally. I mean... I was infinitely was really more cool. upset and, like, dis- from a horror perspective, I was way more disturbed when the fucking witch tore up that baby, dude. That shit fucked me up. I'm definitely going to uh, make everyone mad and say uh, this is, like, the only thing... Uh, that Skyline did right was this exact scene. And Skyline did this exact scene. And it is a terrible movie. What's Skyline? Skyline was a terrible movie with Eric Balfour. And it was done by uh, the guys who did the uh, the effects for uh, Battle... Not Battlefield Earth. Uh, Battlefield <laughs> Los Angeles. Oh. Um, and they basically like got a budget. They were like, hey, we'll film two movies. You guys will get your studio movie. And we'll do the effects for it. We're going to borrow some of the effects to make our own independent movie. Um, and it got a general theater release. It was like, it was all over. But like, no one watched it because it was a terrible movie. Right. But it was basically an alien invasion movie. And the aliens had these things that, you know, instead of doing the the sucking everything up with light, they uh, had kind of a, and they did have some kind of light suck up thing too. But they, mm-hmm. it was like basically a vacuum. It was literally the scene from Nope. But instead of like drapery, they were using like organic, like it looked like you were going into a coal and then getting all digested and shit. It's the exact same scene though. Like, and they did. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, Nope wasn't really that scary. Well, first off, not to sound like a whatever, like a tryhard. I have been watching <laughs> horror movies since I was like four. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the first movie I ever watched that I remember watching was Nightmare on Elm Street. So like, nice. yeah, I know. Real cool. <laughs> Raw. Cool as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, and <laughs> this might sound a little ridiculous, but I have had dreams before where the entire premise of Nope was basically that dream. That's insane. Yeah. That's, yeah. That does sound ridiculous. That's no, nuts. It's, that's Can you imagine ridiculous. dreaming a whole movie like that and then going to see it and you're like, what the fuck? Well, that was my feeling. I, that would freak me out, dude. That's like, like Freud has written about that. And I don't know if it's a uh, – I don't know if Jordan Peele like got the idea from the Freudian stuff. But like the idea of a dream where you will get killed if you look at a monster and the entire dream you're trying to not look at the monster. That yeah. is like Freud wrote about that. So uh, enough people are having that dream that he picked up on that shit. So was your well, dream, mine was, specifically was your about... nope dream was the difference that uh, instead of 
the exploitation of black people in film. It was the exploitation of Mexicans. <laughs> uh, pretty funny. No, uh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Shut no, up, I, I, so I, I, ha- I struggle to remember that dream because it was like in high school, right? So this was a long ass dream. This is a long time ago. Um, what I do remember is that. It was essentially a jean jacket in my dream. I was like, I woke up and I was like, yeah, that's a cool idea. What if the UFOs we see are actually the aliens themselves? That sort right. of idea. And right. I was like, wow, I need to write that down. And uh, I did. did you used to listen to Coast to Coast? No. I don't uh, know what Coast to Coast is. Coast to Coast <laughs> was a radio show that came on at like midnight on the East Coast. And it was a... Uh, it was a paranormal and conspiracy call-in show, and it became just paranormal after 9-11 for very obvious reasons. Yeah, um, I Actually, I think I have heard about it. I never listened to any of it. I mean... It's it's great. And yeah. all the Art Bell episodes are amazing because it's him talking to, like, completely schizophrenic people. But, no like, he's not dismissive of them. In fact, he does, like, this, like, weird, like, fair and balanced kind of thing where he's like, I understand you're telling me you're the Antichrist, but I have five other people telling me that they're the Antichrist on the line. And I don't know how to determine who's telling the truth. So what makes your claim better than theirs? Like, he's just, it's great. It's fantastic. But that was a pretty common theme was like, oh, actually, uh, the spaceships are aliens themselves. That's yeah. why uh, they don't land uh, and, like leave the spaceships that's why all the footage is just of spaceships flying around because they're they're right. basically like interstellar birds and yeah they're like uh, albatrosses right they fly so it's, for like uh, months on end you know it's it's just uh it's its own thing it's you know it, that, yeah. it, the the thought existed prior um it's it's a neat one um i I'm, you know yeah i'm, I'm i also glad have like it. meta fatigue on fucking anything yeah. involving film I can't stand filmmakers talking about film and their movies anymore. Oh, really? And it <laughs> drives me insane. People, and, people and, been, well, that's because you haven't seen enough movies, Ruby. No, you're right. You're right. That is exactly like right. Because eventually it becomes a like, oh, cool, a new movie's coming out, and they're going to talk about how how interesting the movie industry is. Awesome. Like, yeah. guys, pick like other weird, like there's so much weird shit in the world. You just go in Atlas Obscura, find something, and make a movie about that. Like, stop Pretty it. much, right? Yeah, stop fucking, you know, which, which is why, Eggers, yeah. Eggers doesn't do that shit. God bless him. I also think that's why Us is a stronger film than... Oh, for sure. Like, like it's just a weird idea. Yeah, sure, there's a bunch of tunnels underneath the the West Coast. What yeah. if we put clone... Uh, Hamas. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, different right. tunnels. I like talking... <laughs> the tone theme. Like, they like do a make baby. a wall. They do make a wall. They do actually. <laughs> they build a wall across the United States. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. Question: What do you guys think the light is? Which light? In the, light, in the lighthouse. In the lighthouse. Oh, I I think it was a single point of focus to look at. I mean, I don't know. What I think you mean yeah, there. that's uh. It re- I might be crazy for this, but I felt like the light was sort of similar to how the light is treated. The green light across the dock is treated. Right. In- Nick, the Great Gatsby. Nick mm-hmm. talking about that green ass light. Yeah, right. I okay. I'm not crazy. No, I, no, I that's felt... that's entirely. That was very much my vibe. Was... Can you elaborate? Because I don't remember Great Gatsby enough to know what you mean. Um. So Jay Gatsby every night, like he would throw ragers and everything, but every yeah. night he would a go down egg. to a dock, huh? A new egg. <laughs> yeah. And he'd look over at old egg and see a green light across the <laughs> bay. 
Yeah, and he'd be just enamored with it. I he'd stare at it all night, pretty much. And Nick would see him do that all the time, and you know it can mean different things. I always interpreted it as like um, sort of a longing for a for like for a a mythological past. Mm-hmm. Like this is right. people in the twenties looking back at whatever time and going, yeah, America used to be really cool because we right. could do X, Y, or Z. And it's like, well, like, no, that, that, that never really existed. The, there's also the like inherent thing of jealousy uh, involved because it's on the other side of the bay is also the woman he desires. So there's also this, this, this double meaning of he's jealous because he wants to fuck Daisy, but also he's (laughs) longing for the past. Meanwhile, behind him is like material comforts unseen by man until that day, you know, and he's just ignoring it all because he wants something that never really existed in the first place. Yeah. I was like, cause that's, that's a, that's a whole thing too, is that he was almost in a relationship with Daisy earlier, but before they went to war, right? Right, it was on his way. He basically got shipped out like a week later or some shit. Yeah, and so he's always longing for like. Does he does he invite Daisy to any of the parties? I he invites like. her to all of them. Yeah, uh, and, and or maybe Nick has to do the. That's I think what it is. Yeah, is there's a he, general invitation because he's not trying to play his hand, and he that's why Nick gets involved is he knows Nick is related, yeah. and he's like, hey, why don't you just uh, why don't you hey, uh, make her come over. <laughs> Set me up with your hot cousin, dude. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> like for me it was like I felt like um the the whole point of the of the light was that it was pointless. Um, yeah. I mean it is pointless, yes. Yeah, because I'm still I'm still firmly of mind that like like I don't know. I there's a lot of uh interpretation around the lighthouse being like uh God. yeah, wow. and like and all of it being not literal and like the two Thomases being the same guy and like the lighthouse being purgatory. And like, I don't know. I kind of like the idea that it's just a lighthouse and these are just guys. Um, I, I like that both work. I, that's a, that's yeah. something that's for yeah. sure. A strength of the movie. I just mean kind of like when looking at it, I like it better as a more mundane story. Right. Which is a bit silly to say in a, in a movie with a mermaid, um, a siren, actually. a siren. Yeah. A siren. They're different. Yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I, I agree with that. That's uh, I, I think I that think works. I always find stories like that more compelling um, when they're more mundane. It's the same reason um, I find like I'll often find in a horror movie uh, with a killer, I'll find like a serial killer in some not this isn't like a like a universal thing, but I'll often find a just a guy who's a serial killer to be scarier than like a monster, mostly in the sense that it's like, well, yeah, because a guy who's a serial killer can exist. A monster. Did you ever see the invisible man? Cause if you didn't, you need to see it. I want to, I want to watch on your list. Don't look up anything. Just I'm talking about the one with Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. Go in um, blind as, as yeah, much as, as, blind as possible. Which one is the one with Elizabeth Moss? It 20, came out 20 years ago, three years ago. Oh, so, yeah. so it's a new one. Yes. Yeah. Just it's called okay. the Invisible Man. Just search Invisible Man Elizabeth Moss and like watch that one. Uh, I'm okay. sure it's free somewhere. Um, yeah, it might be on Peacock. I think I don't know if they took it off for October though. Yeah, uh, it's it's one of those movies that hits a lot of different uh, ones. It's really well made. 
Yeah. And it's so good. And um, again, the less you know, the better. But if that's your vibe, it's just a normal person is way scarier than anything else. Um, I don't know if I'd describe it as normal, but yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> closer. Uh, yeah. The, I, I like dual narratives. That's, that's, that's ironic to me that, like, Ruby, you're so stuck on the lighthouse having to be mundane. Uh, well, I, I don't think it has to be. I just okay. think... I do think it's. it's a, <laughs> I, I said I think it it works better for the movie, and the movie's better for it that it works both ways. I See, just to me, like it, I've settled yeah, on my interpretation I because say. I think it's more interesting to me. That's right. how I've decided to look at it because I think I got gotcha. you. I I like that. I to me both narratives are true and possible. It's like um, the Shining. I, I fucking hate that I've talked so much about Kubrick. It's such a fucking stereotype. Look, Kubrick is great, though. Okay? That's the problem. It's like, he Kubrick. was good. I've never yeah. seen it. I don't uh, think I've seen a single Kubrick movie. Uh, really? You should. Yeah. You should, absolutely. But, like, the yeah. there's the thing with The Shining that I love where Kubrick... Oh, I'm stupid. I've seen The Shining. Uh, <laughs> Kubrick never said... Uh, he explicitly... I shouldn't say never. He explicitly yeah. said you can interpret it as a ghost story. Um which is wild uh, because the surface narrative is a, a ghost story as <laughs> most of the viewers were watching it. Yeah. But, you know, you can also take it as unreliable narrators and pedophilia. And that works very well. Yeah. I, I was going to say there is a, I think a very clear line of like child abuse of multiple types. Oh, you know film. about the playgirl thing, right? Yeah. I was Remember like, the, the Jack Torrance when he's uh, reading that magazine in uh, the lobby. Yeah, but before he gets the job, like he's going right, to the interview. Right, before he gets the job. He's reading the magazine, and it's a Playgirl magazine, and the cover article is like, you know, sex between fathers and sons. Like, yeah. Like, you oh. know. And it was like a real, uh, it was a real Playgirl magazine, and it was like not the one from any time they were doing the production. Like they had to find it. It was one of those prop things that, he demanded it was, it was on purpose yeah it was 100 on purpose so there's definitely a narrative that some shit's going down between jack torrance and uh, danny um i should have I, I i missed my chance to make the joke but i said i i should say that we should clip that when you're like pedophilia that works very well <laughs> <laughs> clip yeah. his ass get him yeah pedophilia him. does work well that's all there is to uh, it I don't endorse this message. <laughs> I, I just, I like it when you can have, and it's clear that like someone like Kubrick, there were, there was an absolute certainty that he was aiming for several narratives yeah. on top of each other that can all be read and, and understood and enjoyed. So it's I like that skill shit. issue though. Like yeah. some people do not simply have the skill to balance so many narrative themes right. or through lines like that. I think oh, yeah. most people who like get into that business don't. And I think it's, it's yeah. just, it's that hard of a thing to pull off. Um, not like amazing, uh, amazing writing, but, um, or I, I'm not shitting on the author, but Paul Tremblay's uh, head full of ghosts, uh, which I just finished last night. Um, hey. I, the first thing I did when I finished it is I go to look online and the interpretations on the story were 180 degrees with people fighting tooth and nail convinced that like, like not even able to understand what the other person read, you know, in terms of like, obviously this is what happened. Oh. Like, and I love that shit when, when people can like 
it can be that um, obscured, but also very clear at the same time for people. That's my jam. And that's like Trembley's whole thing for the record. He also wrote uh, the knock at the cabin and the, you know, the, Oh, he's okay. that guy. Okay. So cool, his cool, cool. knock at the cabin has the like ambiguous ending where you don't know if it's real or not. And it's, all you know is the 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 gay couple is basically like, well, if God is this shitty, then I don't care. Let's all go down. Like, yeah, so true. Um, <laughs> I it's... I prefer the uh, the the movie ending of like, well, I guess God sucks. One of us uh, spoilers. <laughs> One of us is <laughs> <Yeah>. dying. <laughs> is there um, is there a, a film like I think the comparison between Eggers Peel and, and Astros because they're horror guys or known as horror guys. Um, they're all new guys is there someone um who's new like that you think is on eggers's level shit spielberg Uh. no (laughs) (laughs) brand new brand new guy on the block this steven spielberg yeah crazy guy no spielberg made more money from horror than anyone else and he figured out that if you do a horror movie but change the soundtrack yeah you can get everyone to watch it jurassic park is a huge example of that yeah that that's the example uh poltergeist even which was an explicit horror movie like they lightened it and made it like it's a very spielbergian right ghost story possession story it's an exorcist film as told by spielberg right not to downplay oh. Toby Hooper, who is a masterful director, who did Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I love that film so much. Texas Chainsaw Massacre fucking rules. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> uh, we'll I talk remember, about that eventually, Ruby. Trust me. Yeah, we'll yeah. get there. I remember when I looked up Texas Chainsaw Massacre, because there's a, a thing in that movie that just looks really real when they're like mutilating this poor girl. And I was like, how did they do that? And they're like, oh, they actually just did it. Yeah, like, they apparently a, just fucked up and actually that's a huge thing because uh, of the prop knife wouldn't work or whatever. So right, they were just like, just cut her. Yeah. We don't we don't have the money to play around fixing the prop. <laughs> Ridiculous! It's the seventies, dude. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it was different. Way um, different. I, I Eggers, I feel like is on his own level. I don't think there's like an S tier director that's as new as him. For me, like I really do think he's kind of the pinnacle right now of new directors. Yeah, I was like, and, I think it's a thing of like age. They haven't, re- none of those three in particular have been making movies that long. Aster has had enough time to have gotten there. He's just not going to get there. It's a skill issue. God bless him. He's trying. <laughs> I haven't. I still seen haven't Bo seen Bo though. I, yeah. I, I need to yeah. see Bo. All I know is that you. it's a movie that I don't know if it's true, but boils down to sex is scary and penis monsters. So I've heard. I mean. Very true, very real. Yeah, it's just like eyes wide shut, guys. It's crazy. <laughs> I um, yeah, I I obviously don't have an opinion because I don't know shit about anything, so that's why I asked you guys. Um, but I what what is it about him that puts him on his own level? I ask academically. I mean, everything he makes looks gorgeous, beginning to end. Um, and there's he really does do the thing of. If you just have the movie going and you're you don't look and you just hit pause at some point, you're gonna have like a beautiful frame. And I every frame of painting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. I know. But like (laughs) I mean phrase. It's true. Um, where does that come from, by the way? That that it's a Reddit thing. It's a a, oh, it's a YouTube channel, which I'm assuming is where the Reddit thing comes from. 
And that's that where that expression comes from? I don't know. I, I don't know where it comes I from. Feel like that's, I feel like that's been around longer than that. Yeah, I'm not going to claim to know because I don't even I didn't even know about the YouTube channel. It sounds right. like the kind of thing I would filter out of my YouTube. Real. <laughs> um, I was but, in I was like in middle school when that stuff was happening. So yeah, someone so, had to explain to me what Destiny was. So that was already. Oh God. Yeah, yeah, some I'm streamer, sorry right? for you. Yeah, but, I just I avoid all that shit. And yeah, my YouTube real. is for very clean. I've I've Except for all the shit. porn games, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here, let me load up YouTube, okay? I'm going to uh, Legion Go emulation, Crab Rangoon uh, with Vietnamese <laughs> cooking, Modern Ubuntu is killing an old Intel Mac. That's so you. That is <laughs> so fucking you, man. That is so you. My YouTube is, what is what is my YouTube right now? I have a bunch of Japanese fishing videos. No, oh, I, wow. have, I have a bunch of, so I have a couple Minecraft things. I have a video essay about the Green Knight. Uh, there's an introducing my friends to FNAF lore, an hour and 45 minute video. Um, a video about Minecraft's atmosphere being bad now. What? Um, That's amazing. Clips from, from the lighthouse, an interview with Robert Eggers. And then uh, was uh, just, all sorts of random shit from what I've been looking into recently. So there's Halo shit. There's Five Nights at Freddy's shit. There's stuff from The Witch and the Lighthouse in the North Main because I was watching some stuff about those. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't do 99% of YouTube uh, it's bad. essays and shit because it's all it's it's so bad. And anyone who makes a video more than like once a month is already like sus because that just means everything's shit. Like, yeah, you really can't keep deep dives. Yeah. You know. Yeah, at least in the world of like essayists, I also agree. YouTube uh, essayists, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. The good ones take forever. That's why H Bomber guy is the best because it takes him a year to make a fucking video. It's very fun that I used to like argue with him about like Prometheus on forums really? and like, oh yeah, there was that's this funny. Prometheus thread, and I think it's still open. That's straight up like since the movie came out and has been active since. Jesus, uh, I still maintain uh, the gay sex in Prometheus. Uh, but uh you know that's a prometheus rocks by the way oh prometheus does rock i'm a i'm a prometheus truther me too uh prometheus I, rules I, 20, prometheus. I, I walked into that theater in 2011 and i walked out and i went this is this is maybe ridley's greatest movie <laughs> <laughs> i, I mean, am seeing uh, blade runner on tuesday nice yeah that rocks actually. Uh, the that final works. cut on screen <sighs> jesus i'm yep. I, i'm actually like jealous like, you should be. Yeah, that's crazy. Ugh. It's gonna roll. <laughs> and my wife is out of town, so if she was in town, that would not be happening. But oh, fuck these broads, fellas! We gotta go watch Blade Runner on the big screen. That's right. I gotta have a no female zone. <laughs> I guess I can't, I can't. I'm not allowed to go to the Blade Runner screening. The female exclusion zone. Fuck. They kick out women. Like they're like shit. Yeah. But they, but like they're definitely like woke about it. They're trans inclusionary radical feminists. Like yeah, it's true. They they are they are misogynist in general, not yes. just trans misogynist. Yeah, trans inclusionary radical misogynist. That's there damn it. I forgot that one. Oh, there you go. Jesus Christ. Term. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My gender affirming care is I'm a misogynist to you. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Much appreciated. <laughs> If you can't call this bit, if you can't call me a dumb fucking broad, what's the point? Right? 
<laughs> that's the goal is to is to pass well enough for misogynists and sexists to treat me like shit. <laughs> that's my America, at least. <laughs> Bipartisan support. That's right. That's right. This podcast, swear to God. Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to have so much fun editing two hours of this show and uh, at least half of it being random bullshit. I'm honestly, I, a pretty good I, ratio, don't, though. I don't think my pot, I don't think I could make a, make a piece of content, like long form content like this and not have half of it be a mess. Like it wouldn't feel yeah. like, it wouldn't feel like my content. My, my, like even that. my writing is like this. I was like, it's true. I mean, hey, what? we got we we discussed a good amount of the movies, and yeah. we did it better than we did with Five Nights at Freddy's, where literally ha- the first half of the podcast did not touch the movie, and then yeah. the second well, half did. Yeah, but that, uh, we're, you know, we're that's mixing a movie in discussion of the movies, so it's okay. Yeah. We're talking yeah, about and it. our tangents are about other movies that kind of tie back to what we're talking about. So we're doing yeah. it right. We're doing this uh, nonsensical stream of consciousness thing right. <laughs> I will say it. I'm very nervous because the audio tracks on this recording, mine has been a straight line this whole time. Uh, not on my end. Oh, really? Okay, uh, not on God. my end either. Mine, God, mine has been like that. I you don't guys know. have like peaks and valleys, and I mine has been a straight line. I was like, if my shit hasn't recorded, this there's also a cloud backup. It's both local and cloud. Okay, good. Cool. That that's part of why this thing. Um, I mean, I'm gonna knock on wood, but I never lost an episode when I was using this thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's fine. You guys are able to hear me, so I'm sure that it's picking me up right. somewhere. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'll just give you my login, and you guys can play around with it all you want. Oh, cool! Thank you. Cool. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, no now we can pay for it. You know what this? You know how much this would have sucked to make this with Zoom? We would have had to take like three breaks by now. Yeah, yeah it's literally half-hour chunks. It's awful. Yeah, I might have to do a lot more editing because I don't know how much this like adjusts my volume when I get too loud. Um, it, but... it, it's pretty good. Uh, the uh, okay. Ivy uh, Professor Getter um, used to do our editing, and she loved the audio files that came from this right. thing. So cool. Okay, cool. I mean, it's also expensive. That's the thing. Is it's like the straight up like you are paying money. It's just I I'm doing it with like free money essentially, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> the free money? What do you? Uh, well, my I get like a company budget for stuff, so as long oh. as I make like one thing with this, like a year, I'm good. And I've I've found excuses for that. So fucking, I get rocks. it. Hell that yeah. rocks. That yeah. rocks so uh, hard. Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I podcast on so many times. <laughs> oh, my boss is totally aware. For the record, he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That rocks. <laughs> yeah, he's not? always like, you're under budget anyway. It doesn't matter. Cool. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. This is our benefit. That's great. Yeah, I'm. I'm like. I'm like cranking out episodes of this right now. We've now recorded three. One of them is live. Um, yeah. Technically, it's taking its time. It's sweet ass time processing on on Spotify and, and shit. But it's up, and the RSS feed is up. Um, and I'm gonna edit the bastards episode and shit today, and and edit this. This is this is gonna be a treat because now that I don't have the annoying recording restriction kind of motivating me to stop early, we've done almost two hours of this one. This shit's yeah. gonna kick my ass to edit. It's so sorry. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> I am more than happy to do this. Uh, I would, I would love to have enough conversation to to go two hours every time. Honestly, I'm just a, I'm True. just a lazy asshole. Um, but I, I think I'm, I think I'm sold on this. Do you, uh, do you want me to hit pause or stop or? 
No, no, no. We're we're good. We're, I was right. just it's where the conversation went. I'll uh I'll tell you when. I usually um, I mean either way. I mean hell, we we've we've found I think uh, a a good point to wrap it up. Um, there's really not. I mean there, there's there's not much on on our end. Um, you know the the just the the, the usual outro stuff, right? Uh, that you know the the I always think it's it's every time I say this, I kind of do it because it felt like a thing that I was supposed to do, right? When I first started trying podcasting and stuff and every time i do it i notice it feels kind of weird where you do the bit like about the different social media handles for the show and stuff and yeah. you're like well they wouldn't be listening if they didn't already have those right right but i mean i guess it makes more sense when you're actually growing in audience because maybe people are discovering you um but yeah, like in my case right now <laughs> yeah and in my case it's like three people who will listen to this and they already have the Twitter account. So it's fine. But I just kind of do it to, to, to feel like I'm making something real. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, and plus that way I can, I can make sure people are directed to see the very, uh, the, the, the thumbnails that I have fun making. I'm very proud of my five nights at Freddy's thumbnail. <laughs> it rocks. Um, I love it. <laughs> it's Rock? so good. I, <laughs> I love it. I take the logo and I make sections of it transparent. I put an image behind it uh, just to fit whatever, because I like the thing I did with the Spider-Man show where I made like a unique little thumbnail for each episode. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of continuing that here. And I, I like the, the the format I found. This one's simple. This one I can put a character from each of the movies because we did three movies, um, yeah. which works well. But yeah, just um, the, the obligatory stuff, you know, at CineColorPod on Twitter, um, at PussyGihad for me, and at one underscore post underscore a <laughs> underscore day underscore for, for Iggy. Uh, and, and Grim, you you do you have any do you have anything to plug? Anything worth plugging? I'm still working on the Greatest Depression, and I'm That's sad right. that I haven't uh, I haven't advanced nearly as far as I wanted to at this point because now it's uh, the Thanksgiving season and I have to pause it for two months. But right, ha- um, have you have so not to like move away from it, but have you? You've been working on that actively as it goes on. Like that's something oh, that yeah. you're you're effect- Like what are you like? You're you're. Cause it's a podcast. And when I think podcast, I don't know. I just kind of assume they work like I do it where I just kind of record it and upload it in the spot. So you're like, are you like making it? You're like actively recording it and like, no, no, I'm on the, I'm still in the research phase. So I have a Microsoft OneNote, Um, and, uh, I don't know why I'm fucking plugging Microsoft OneNote, but I, (laughs) I have like a book for each, uh, for each episode and I'm now planning on nine episodes and I, it's basically like trying to get all the sourcing and all of the information like A to Z. So it's a lot of archival work hmm. It is cool. a lot of searching through old newspapers and stuff. Oh my God. That sounds like just like your thing. Yeah. I also have uh, sounds cool. Actually, I, I have three profs that I'm going to have on to like bullshit about it and i'm trying to basically line up their schedule and, and read some right. required reading they gave me so um that's the other part of it yeah i've put off the required reading because i want to do it as close to when i talk to them as right right of course yeah to have it fresh yeah um but yeah it's it's a lot of i mean it's at, at this point it's at least 80 90 pages worth of shit jeez yeah that's God, crazy yeah. that rocks so I want it to be I want it to be a uh, carbon copy of like the blowback style. Yeah, that's exactly oh, what I was thinking. Yeah. And then um, I have a friend who has agreed to remake a whole bunch of um, 
songs that were contemporaneous during the great depression to be both buffer music and to be like end notes so that you know but we'll have a modern person doing them kind of thing that rocks so hard i love that i i want to do stuff like that for my um well it's long and hard if you don't have a a staff (laughs) so yeah yeah yeah, i i've i've followed that account uh for that like what two years ago now yeah two years ago yeah it's been it's been cooking but you know it it, like you said it it takes time but i think it's gonna it takes so much fucking time but it'll happen so the real question is how uh how good will it be once it's finally done it'll probably be a expensive passion project that absolutely gets zero uh, appreciation which is more than fine i just want to make it and make sure i make it so i can at least say i made it yeah do it for the love of the game exactly that's right uh do well yeah i I stopped you as you were saying it. Is there anything about it you want to you wanna plug, like the account and stuff like that? No. Uh, in fact, I have on my item to uh, pause the Patreon because I have someone who's just straight up uh, giving me archival access now. So at this point, it would just be like I'm not looking for free money. I'm looking for right. – uh, I just wanted someone to pay for my research fees essentially, and <laughs> I, I already got that. So I'm good. Cool. Cool. So, yeah. Fun times. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I, in, in a similar vein to, um, my feelings on plugging the podcast's own account on the podcast, I feel, uh, effectively useless plugging Grimm's Twitter because Grimm will bring infinitely more people to yeah. this show than we will bring to him <laughs> on Twitter. So, uh, people who follow Grimm, thank you for coming and listening to the show. Uh, you should listen to the rest of it. Um, yeah, you should listen to the rest. Right. At the very least, just download the rest of it, okay? Like, exactly. Get yeah, that, that make, me, make me think you're listening to Boost it. Boost our numbers, I feel please. Some, some semblance of worth <laughs> for myself. Just a little bit. It's exactly. on you, dear listener, to prevent my suicide. We want you. <laughs> Jesus. No pressure. Uh, no pressure. It's all good. <laughs> Listen, just do the bare minimum, okay? Download all the episodes. There yeah. you go. Much you appreciated. Know. You don't actually have to listen to it, but if you download the episodes, don't say anything to me because I will quiz you. And then I will kill myself if I realize you haven't actually watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's you not should, do that. <laughs> <laughs> you should, uh, you should uh, watch the rest of the show. We, we talked about, at this point, by the time this comes out, we'll have talked about Five Nights at Freddy's and Glorious Bastards. These movies, and then coming up will be a double on Priscilla and Elvis. Will be our yes. next one after this. That'll be fun. Yeah, that's gonna rock. I uh, I love an excuse to watch Elvis again and then get cooked when I'm like, I kind of like Elvis better because Austin Butler's so hot in Elvis. Like, no, but like, that's the point, though. Like, yeah. it's true. Elvis, Elvis. I have, I I love Elvis actually. I've only it seen it once though. Baz Luhrmann's Elvis kicks ass. I can't I like wait Baz to talk Luhrmann, about it. I, like, I wish he had gotten the freedom to make his Colonel Tom Parker movie. And I absolutely. Get that he kind of tried to like do that in this one, but I really, let's be real. He is way more interesting than fucking Elvis. Elvis is so fucking boring. Yeah. And I think that works to the, the film's benefit is that like, it's about Elvis in a sort of myth making sense. It's yeah, not right. really about Elvis as a person or as even an entity beyond what people could profit off of. Yeah. Right. And you know, that's cool. I love that actually. Yeah. No, I I, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice compromise for what the studio was obviously pressuring for as an yeah. outcome. 
Yeah, so, so so stay tuned for that discussion where we can compare Austin Butler's three years of the Elvis accent versus Jacob Bellordi's eating a pound of bacon uh, on set every day. Banana, um, banana. <laughs> banana um, peanut butter sandwich. And what is the other? Oh, yeah, and I guess I should also, the, the more relevant thing to mention about the show is that it's on, um, it's going to be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube? I think I'm going to put it on YouTube because Google Podcasts doesn't exist anymore. Oh yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's also going to be on YouTube. That's going to be the three places I. Google Podcast does exist. Does it? Because they said they were shutting it down. They might be, but uh, as of now, it exists because that's what I use. Okay. Well, (laughs) then I'll do those four. It'll be on on YouTube, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Um, Download all my episodes to 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 prevent the inevitable. Thank you. (laughs) There you go. All right, now you can hit stop. Yeah. <laughs> okay.